This is The 20 with DJ Spider, presented by BeatSource. Welcome to The 20 Podcast, bringing you interviews with the best DJs, producers, and music industry professionals from around the globe. I'm your host, DJ Spider. That's right, you guessed it. DJ Spider. Me. Your host of the 20 Podcast, hanging out with my peoples, the Beat Sorcerers, all the amazing people that are with me on this podcast journey. If you've been here since the beginning, mad props. If you're just tuning in for the first time, mad props. We are a family, we are a community here, and we are spreading the DJ knowledge and learning stuff together, and I'm so happy to be here, and I'm so happy to the people that make this possible Beat Source. That's right. This podcast is brought to you by Beat Source, which is the new digital music service for open format DJs. Beat Source link is out now. You're able to DJ from the cloud. It is fully integrated into your favorite DJ software or even some DJ hardware. You can DJ off the cloud. They've got this thing called VIP crates now, where someone like Little John will have crates that he makes. Uh, of his music that he plays in his sets on Beat Source, you can instantaneously save it and it will show up in your Serato and you can be DJing off of it right there. That's just the tip of the iceberg. It's unbelievable. Go check it out. Beat Source, shout to you guys and everyone involved. It is unbelievable. So um, we are here for you to make your DJing more enjoyable and better. Go check it out. Now, I want to let you guys know, before actually I tell you about the guest, uh, I just want to remind you guys, my name is DJ Spider, that is on Instagram, at DJ S-P-I-D-E-R, DJ Spider, hit me on there with your DMs, I really appreciate all the feedback uh, that you give me, sometimes you guys uh, give me ideas for the guests, uh, topic ideas, questions, um, for the guests, uh, questions for me, all kinds of stuff. I love it. Hit me on there. Also, Twitch. I am streaming on Twitch. That is what's going down right now. Um, Tuesday nights, as well as some other times. So, DJ Spider is the spot on Twitch. It's twitch.tv slash DJ S-P-I-D-E-R. Um, and just hit my website, D-E-E-J-A-Y-S-P-I-D-E-R.com. DJ Spider.com has links to all my stuff. Um... It's been a crazy 2021 so far. Everything is going nuts. COVID is still here. It's Super Bowl weekend. It is upon us. Tampa, Florida is about to party down. It's the most American thing you can do. There's a raging pandemic, and they're still going to party like it's not happening. So I hope for the best for everybody out there. Um, And uh, people are still going crazy in stocks and cryptocurrency and And all that, everything's going nuts. But what are we doing? We're working on music. We're talking about music. We're talking about music knowledge, DJ knowledge, and all this stuff. And today, we've got an amazing guest to talk to you about that stuff, okay? Let me break it down for you. Our guest is somebody who has made their name in the battle circuit, killing it at these battles okay but that's not all she does she's on the radio as well she is on sirius xm's pitbull globalization every week she is also part of the mix team on phoenix's power 98.3 she is making her mark on there and does these really dope mixes that are really unique to her they include 
things that she's passionate about, scratching, even if she's taking music that's given to her on these playlists, she puts it together in a really cool way. And she breaks it down on this podcast where she got those influences. And it was from some of the greatest DJs around, some of the greatest DJs from her area that also um, were on the radio and moved into clubs and events and and Twitch and all those things. So uh, look out for that part. It's a lot of... um, you know, shouts to some greats in there. Also, she, uh, like I said, was in these battles. She has entered tons of battles over time. If you look her up on YouTube, she's killing it. I mean, absolutely killing it. She's one of the most skilled DJs, technique-wise. She just came out with this uh, tutorial uh, thing for superhero DJs, where she breaks down this routine that she does, and she makes it look easy, but it is not, and it's it's crazy. The scratching and the patterns she does, um, she kills it with the wordplay, with the pattern connection, and all that. She's a former finalist for the 2018 Red Bull Freestyle uh, USA, which is massive just to be able to get in there and be a finalist. She also was in the 2018 Goldie Awards, so to even be accepted into that, you have to be like top, top, top level. And her um, set for the Goldie Awards is online, and it is really dope, so go peep that. Um, This podcast... We talk about a ton of stuff uh, from anxiety to everything. Also, she's one of the only guests we've had in a long time that is actually gigging for real, doing gigs in person in Arizona. She's been to Texas. So it's interesting to talk to somebody that's DJing. So I actually get to ask her, like, what are you playing? What are the crowds like? What do they want to hear? Um, what's it like being a DJ in a pandemic at a place with real people, not DJ, not streaming? So uh, we get to the bottom of that. And she gives some really, really good advice um, throughout the episode and at the end that I think all DJs will be able to learn from. So... Um, I guess uh, without any further ado, I know that's the podcast host uh, saying right there. Oh, and also not to forget, she gives a lot of sayings that she makes her own. So you'll hear what I'm talking about in this episode. I really, really enjoyed this conversation. She's a great person, a skilled DJ, um, and someone that's really smart and you can take a lot from. So um, without further ado, please give it up for our special guest on the 20 podcast. DJ Javen. Let's go. It's the 20 Podcast. <laughs> yes, we've got DJ Javen in the house. How are you hey. feeling today? What up? What I'm up? feeling good. What up? Good, good. So happy to have <laughs> you on. Yes, we did it. We made it happen. Um, what, like, what is happening? It's uh, February sometime 2021 we're still yeah, somehow in the <laughs> pandemic <laughs> um and uh you are actually one of the first guests during the pandemic to write back in the email that you have to go by a certain time because you have an actual gig <laughs> yes i do <laughs> that's amazing it is, uh, yeah it's friday and we we are open here in arizona so um, oh, we do have covid friday. rules but it's okay. definitely, um, yeah, we're open here for sure. <laughs> so like, what is, I mean, just to get the vibe of, because I have not DJed, I've DJed one <laughs> time. I played in October. I did a private party and everyone got tested before and all this stuff. And even that I felt weird about, but like, what's the vibe like when you go DJ like today, tonight? Um, at first I got, a little, I was pretty nervous, but now it's, it's, it's not really normal, but it's kind of like routine, like 
Well, I'm wearing a mask the whole time. We all have to wear masks the whole time. Um, right. Except for, except, I guess, except for the customers, because you know, once I get to I the know. table, then they take it off. Um, but you know, since I'm DJing, I, I, I'm pretty much separated from everybody, so that's right. also part of it. Um, I guess as yeah. far as like the vibe, they still want like similar vibe or the same vibe because everyone's partying but in their own separate tables, and then um, it's just a little bit more leveled. So if it does get crazy which already was kind of how it was pre-covid anyways but just a little bit more controlled than it was before yeah it's different to say the least (laughs) yeah back to normal i don't know but it is interesting because almost every dj i've talked to on this podcast lately is like yo i'm on twitch tonight and i'll be on tomorrow you know and like they're not doing any gigs so to to be talking to you and someone that's working out there and and like you said you're going to see jr who we're trying to get on this podcast one day shout (laughs) to you jr (laughs) Um, but uh you know you're gonna see other djs and you know i Mm -hmm. don't know it's kind of nice to hear that people are working i just you know wish there was no pandemic to worry about (laughs) Yeah, I no, I totally agree. Um, you know, I I definitely thought about the streaming platform, and I still would would like to do it. But um, right now I'm, I'm gigging, but it's not really like a full schedule. I don't think anybody actually. I don't. I can't really say I don't think anybody, but I know a lot of my uh, you know, DJ pals are also not really working like a hundred percent. Like our schedule is right. like probably less than fifty percent what it used to be still. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it yeah. is it is what it is. I guess. Right, right. Well, yeah, and everything is, you know, whatever you want to do during this time. But um, I have noticed, like, I've seen you do a few sets on Twitch, but I think they were, like, guest sets on other people's Mm -hmm. page. um, And you haven't really jumped into the streaming stuff as much. um, But you've been on there, like, here and there, right? Yeah, um, I tried to do it, and I still would like to try to do it more often, I guess I could say. Yeah. uh, Right. But it's 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 just different. <laughs> I mean, I like different and yes. I like I like it's hard for me to like have a pick an energy and go by that. You know, it's hard for me to like play and then like look over and be like, what do you guys want to talk about? <laughs> and then there's also like <laughs> uh, and then there's also like the mostly the tech part of it too where I'm not really like for some reason every time like two of my um guests DJ's uh, spots, slots that I did, like I had like tech issues with my camera and then one with my OBS. So it's just been a little bit like, and then that throws me off the, the vibe, you know? But it's yeah. cool when usually it takes, it just takes me a little bit to get into it, I guess. Um, right. Yeah. So props for everyone doing the streaming because it is, it is, it does take a lot of energy and uh, a different, you know, a big pivot to keep doing that and doing it like, you know, people who do it like every day. Like, shout out to them. That'd be dope, you know, to do That's, that. Oh, yeah. I know. I mean, I people that do it every day, like you said, mad props to them because yeah. it's, it's crazy. I feel drained when I do it, like, just a couple times in the week. It's, like, a lot, you know. Um, yeah, I do, too. And it's it's odd how that works. <laughs> right. When we're, and not leaving, like, we're not leaving the house at all. But we're, like, drained after streaming. It's very odd. I don't really understand it. Well, but. <laughs> it's because our brain... It's like when you have to make, like, a lot of crazy decisions. Like, you get... I get super tired if I have to, like, think too much. <laughs> like, I, that sounds, like, lazy. But, but when you have to make a ton of decisions, it, it will, like, be hard. And so... 
with you're already in DJing trying to run Serato and all the little things that could go wrong and all the things that we've had to learn as experienced DJs of like, okay, it could be this chord, it could be this thing. And the more things we bring in that like when you do bring in a camera and OBS and another audio interface and the internet and ethernet cords, like <laughs> yeah. it's a lot, you know? And, and then the chat, like I have had to learn as I went because my first few ones, I'm like, wait, these clubs want me to DJ on their Instagram in the beginning. And I'm like, do I do a club set? Mm -hmm. Do I do what I'm doing in my house? Do I do the mm -hmm. vibe of the chat? Like you said, I've had to learn. And even on Twitch, like, I'm like, yo, what up? I'm, hey, chat, I'm, I'm trying to acknowledge everything. And then I've slowly been able to fall into just being myself and not caring if there's mistakes, not caring if the camera gets messed up and just telling them like, hey, guys, this is life. We're all in this room together hanging out and <laughs> like figuring this shit out, you know, and letting them talk in the chat is what I realized, too, is like they can just hang with each other and then I can pop in and be like, oh, cool. I'm glad you're talking about making a taco into a waffle or whatever the hell's going on in this chat <laughs> awesome. a lot of waffling a lot of waffling talk in my chat for some reason but <laughs> that sounds great <laughs> yeah i mean oh my god my streams have like they will like my streams like devolve i feel like they don't evolve like i start out all strong and i'm like here we go i got these dope songs i want to play and i got these plans and then like i look back at the archive and by the end like I've got YouTube on and I'm watching like insane clown posse videos like on half <laughs> speed and like re-quoting like quotes about how they don't know how magnets work and like weird shit. That sounds great. <laughs> like, oh my God. The other night, it was like the middle of the night. It was like two something in the morning and I, I don't know how I got to that point, but I put on insane clown posse video that song miracles i don't know if you've ever heard that song or seen the video but there's a part where he's like he's like water earth fire air or no i don't know the rhyme but he goes fucking magnets how do they work and i'm like that's like the best <laughs> rap line i've ever heard and so i was like i'm putting this on and then as i get it on and like the chat's like what is this guy doing it was like raid DJ Qbert is raiding your channel. And I'm like, <laughs> what the hell? Like DJ Qbert is raiding me at two 30 in the morning while I'm watching an insane cloud posse video, <laughs> learning how magnets work. Like, so sorry to whoever came in that room at that time, but <laughs> I've tried to just let, let my stream start to just reflect my personality. And I'm like, if we're just watching YouTube videos from 12 years ago and talking about them, then I'm cool with that. You know, <laughs> But it's whatever you make it. I saw Jay Espinoza giving a whole speech and he's like, I think DJs should just be allowed to DJ and not have to chat and da da da, you know. But then he was <laughs> chatting the whole time about that. So it was kind of a, <laughs> I'm not sure. That's funny. Yeah. It was like he was giving a whole long speech about how DJs should not have to talk on the mic. I'm like, well, so you're kind of doing the opposite. But besides that, he's absolutely killing it. I mean, he's oh, yeah. so dope. Like, Love watching Jay Espinoza. Um, yeah, for sure. So, like, so to go back in time a little bit, um, you're in, you're in Phoenix. You're DJing in Scottsdale tonight. <laughs> That's your hometown. Is that where you're from? Like, did you grow up there and come up and DJing there in Arizona? Um, yeah, in Arizona, um, but not in Scottsdale. Uh, okay, in Glendale. In Glendale. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, West Side Glendale. Yeah, I know you guys have a Glendale over there too. Um, I know. I was like, wait a second. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so borderline Glendale and Phoenix is where I grew up. Okay. But um, yep, I was uh, raised here in Arizona. I, I didn't start DJing until I was like twenty. Um, so I didn't really okay. grow around uh, DJs, but you know, after that, I I did more, I guess. So nice, like every other DJ, I guess. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. You, you know, well, how did you get into it? Like, what was your first um, experience with DJing or learning about what DJs do and uh, sparked your interest for it? Um, I would say listening to Chris on the radio was one, the one that sparked it for me. Um, Chris Villa. I'm sure I have. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, the dope. One here. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he was on air before I was DJing for like way longer. But um, yeah, so he was like one of the few DJs that would uh, like, you know, showcase his talents a lot while, while I was listening to the radio, I guess. Um, right. You know, before, before though, we had like super dope. We still have super dope DJs on the radio now. Um, right. I'm just meaning like the time frame. Uh, yeah. yeah, we used to have fashion too. He used to work at the station too. And, oh yeah, he's uh, pretty good. You know, a bunch of other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. And, uh, I mean that's amazing. Yeah, he's all right. You know, <laughs> he's all right. That and, uh, guy, I've heard of him. <laughs> Shout yeah, to fashion, so, uh, <laughs> super dope. <laughs> yeah, and um, you know everyone else before him and during you know all that time. Um, but anyways, so yeah, I heard him and he was uh, scratching on air and I was like, oh wow, that's really neat, you know. Yeah. So, then I was like, that's really neat. I guess I'll be a DJ. No, I'm just I'm just joking. That's, that's, that's a crazy went, story. But... You're like, no, this sounds pretty <laughs> neat. I'm a DJ now. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm glad it was that easy that you were able to. And then somehow you've become one oh of the God, most skilled funny. DJs on the planet Earth by doing that. <laughs> I've seen your videos, so I guarantee that is that. not... That Sounds is not great. the exact story. <laughs> <laughs> I watched your your superhero uh, DJ routine this week, so I guarantee it was not just. I heard fashion and Chris Via, and I was like, "Boom, I'm a DJ." Uh, you've obviously <laughs> practiced a lot and are extremely skilled. I mean, you're like uh, that that tutorial you did. We we'll talk about it a little bit later, but <clears throat> you just did a tutorial for superhero DJs, and that was so dope. Like the whole thing was great. And then the way watching that second slide of you explaining it was so cool. It was also funny because you did exactly what you just did in this interview. You said, um, slow it down, do this. You'll get it. It's really easy. That's what you said in the video. And I'm like, <laughs> not, what are you, you're telling people at home it's really easy. You, you went, boom, 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 And you're like, it's pretty easy. You'll get it after a second. I'm like, I don't know about that. Like, that's that shit takes practice. Um, but yeah, we, we uh, so, okay. So, so you heard Chris via in fashion and, and shout to whoever's running the radio stations in Phoenix and in Arizona to have number one, just super dope DJs and also to give them the freedom to flex on the radio like that yeah. scratching wise. And I don't know how much they're allowed to pick their playlists, but um, you know, like I've heard the, I've heard like them, you know, Chris Via and fashion put stuff together. I think a talent, probably a great reason that they're so great on the radio is that both those guys are able to take maybe mainstream music or stuff that 
keeping it real DJs might think is whack and turn it into a dope thing and sort of yes. play it in like a really cool way, right? Chris Via yeah, and fashion yeah. especially are so good at taking any genre of music, adding in the real dope scratching effect of it and then presenting it in a unique yes. way that anybody from the most, I just want to go to the club and shake my ass type person mm -hmm. to like us that are like listening to all the technicals will think it's dope. So great yes, influences. That's definitely, yeah, that's definitely pretty much exactly how you explained it. Like what, what caught me into looking into other DJs and then like constantly just growing and then, you know, being like, wow, you know, just, yeah, the interest of that, that's definitely what got me into you know noticing it yeah moving on forward yeah with dope. the art with the art of djing and how'd you get into <laughs> it like from there like once you were like okay i want to do this how did you was there somebody that you knew that had turntables that you could go practice on or was there a school or was just youtube or how did you take it from there um that's what yeah actually a lot of youtube a lot of youtube yeah, um sure I didn't, I don't know. I didn't know any DJs, you know? Um, yeah. I did go search for other DJs, but usually the best DJs are not really as easy to reach for. You usually right. have to like know people already by that time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, a lot of it was, you know, trying to figure out and learn from what, where I could learn, which was YouTube and where I could reach. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, just growing from there, you know, listening to DJs and just, just being really inspired by a lot of people and right. then just practicing a lot of practicing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then after that, yeah, just, just the same as everyone, just constantly growing and looking for new things to look forward right. to. Did you have like, um, a, f uh, a goal in mind? Like when you first started DJing where you're like, I want to just DJ on the radio, I want to DJ <laughs> on the radio similar to them, or I want to be a scratch DJ or a house music or, you know, did you have any sort of goal like that or a specific genre that you wanted to like bring to people when you DJed? Um, genre? No, not really. Um, okay. I did want to be on the radio because since I heard Chris, I was like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. You know, I want to, I want to play cool stuff on the radio too. Yeah. Um, and then, <laughs> and then also, uh, I did want to battle, but, um, I also noticed that being battling was like a good way for people to kind of like see you i guess you know being like oh like well i guess my first battle that's that's what um action uh what one of the og djs here um he's super dope um was mentioning to me too so just influenced by that as well right um, who's that who was yeah. the og dj oh dj action yeah oh, okay. um, he does a lot for the culture here and uh he djs he was in red bull too uh we we battled before it <laughs> the regional oh. one I, nice. I lost as as well. <laughs> I, lost, <laughs> well I lost him too. <laughs> that's funny. Well, but you yeah, lose, you know, dumb. win some, you lose some. That's uh, that's how you learn, <laughs> I'm sure. You know, but oh, but for sure. that's yeah. that's interesting though that you're. It takes a lot of competitiveness and a certain type of personality to even get yourself to want to battle, and then to be able to get yourself to go and enter the battle and go do it. You know, I mean that that takes a lot. Like. Where do you get that competitive nature from, do you think? Um, I'm not sure. <laughs> I, I Were you like athletic of... or? No, I, I wish I was. <laughs> like, yeah, no, cool. me too. Not um... at all. But, but I didn't know if it comes from like, oh, I used to play this sport or like. No, cause... I wasn't. 
I yeah. don't really see myself as like being being super competitive. I, I think I, I would like to be more competitive. Um, I always just kind of saw battling as like the dopest DJs that I guess, you know, when you look yeah. at DJs on YouTube, a lot of them are battles and a lot of them are. Right. Um, well, ex- nowadays it's a little bit different, but, um, you know, there still are a lot. You know, you go on YouTube and you look up and the dopest ones, you know, in my opinion, when I was searching would be the ones that were battling. So it was yeah. really more of like, I want to be, you know, as good as them one day rather than like um, competing against other people, I guess. It was just right. mostly like just wanting to be as good as that one day. And, right. Almost like but, seeing the the path that was that was laid down by them and going, okay, I, I could follow that sort of path by doing the battles, getting into the radio and, and following your, your passion like in that respect. Um, but still, I mean, you got to be pretty damn competitive to enter the Goldies and the Red Bull <laughs> three style, two of the biggest open format battles in the world and, um, do so well in them, you know, um, that was, um, like, cause you, you came in, what was, what was your placement in, in both those, right? You almost <laughs> won. <laughs> uh, I did, I did not place. <laughs> place it both of them um sorry (laughs) no uh i didn't no it's okay (laughs) um and i did my first red bull was when they still did regionals and i placed third on that one um okay so there's that one but the other two the two most recent ones i didn't place in it but i still i still got in and that was pretty amazing um it was really cool to see like pretty much the best of the best in the well I mean, there's so many, there's so many best, like amazing DJs. Like, I don't know if it's the best of the best, but they were definitely, it's pretty great to be a part of, you know, a lineup of that, that magnitude of skill. So, um, oh my God. Yeah. yeah to even so just be recognized and have your entry, like get in is huge. And your yeah, so definitely set was dope. In that sense. Oh, yeah. thank you. Yeah. The set you did on the Goldie Awards, um, was super dope like um you i noticed like i've seen you do sets in a lot of different places like online and stuff and you def you are very good at your wordplay and connecting the whether you're going to do an acapella loop into a song that has that or stuff like that i can tell you (laughs) you like really think about the mixture of the wordplay with the musical pattern like the way you put it together um and you were doing that in the goldie awards a lot and then you brought in the dissing, you know, dissing Matsu and all the different people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shout to Matsu. <laughs> uh, but that was tight. Um, so, okay, well, that's interesting. I mean, I know you say you're not very competitive, but I would imagine you're probably a little bit more than you even let on because to like to be in there, I, you know, is kind yeah. of a big deal. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I think I think it's fun. I think that it's, you know, part of a part of growing and i think that it's also fun to just be around those people and be like yeah let's you know show our skills or you know yeah do our do our best i guess let's, let's all do our best let's all do our best <laughs> guys the- <laughs> okay guys let's do it <laughs> you got you got some very wholesome quotes <laughs> you're like that's pretty neat that you're scratching and let's just do our best um <laughs> You're the nicest battle DJ in the world. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just kidding because you'll murder people. Um, but uh, but yeah. So so what about like the kind of you probably I don't know if you've gotten this question before or if this question is annoying or whatever. But 
How, is there? Do you have any thoughts on being like um, one of the only women in the DJ battle scene? I know it's growing, but like, is that something you even think about, and that's something that you deal with, or is it just like, you know what? People are dope, no matter what their gender are. Who even cares? Um, yeah, a little, a little bit of both. Um, I love that it's growing more. Um, yeah, me too. And, uh, but I'm definitely like, you have to be dope just in both genders. Um, doesn't really yeah. matter, I guess. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, no, I, I, I agree. Both, I guess. Right. Um, Do you, I think, have you personally okay. dealt with anything like as a woman in the battle scene or even just the whole DJ culture like that you, I don't know, either was disheartening or was dope or something that you would want to try to actively change going forward? Um... At at the top of my head, I can't really think uh, too much on the top of my head. Um, I do like the fact that I can kind of influence other girls to, you know, feel comfortable right. doing it. I hope, maybe. Um, yeah, or at I'm least, sure you do. You know, they could like watch and be like, oh, I could do that. Or like, they could watch and be like, I want to, you know, be doing that, you know. Yeah. Um, so, I definitely would i definitely hope that i at least do that part yeah as far as like being being a, being a woman <laughs> right uh, right, right. Scene. yeah totally and then yeah yeah I, well, I know some people are more into like pushing you know a cause or an agenda and some people are just like you know what i'm gonna go be the dopest oh, dj i could yeah. be who cares you know so just wondering yeah. like things you i mean you know what what you had dealt with yeah i mean i think that i don't <laughs> I don't really know. Um All I good. guess both. I think I guess like sharing that and just being, you know, trying to showcase yourself and doing what you can is kind of like contributing to I hope positive things. So For yeah. Sure I it guess is. That's 100%. It. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's the truth. And like you said, I mean, I think that it's been growing like I notice way more presence of, you know, women girls you know young younger girls like in yeah. the battle scene which Dude. is so dope mm -hmm. the battle scene the the just youtube instagram video making scene you know what i mean you see very yeah. young girls um killing it yeah, even super young girls like that guy yeah. i think his name's dj shock's daughter i can't remember her name dj michelle maybe um yeah yep i mean she's um, unbelievable there's you know, like it, yeah there's like these two two i can't i don't know if there's twins or if they're just if they're sisters i mean there's, yeah i mean obviously have to be sisters if they're twins but they're probably I mean, like, I don't sisters know if they're twins if they're but, twins, but uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> they're just friends yeah, that randomly look identical uh, yeah michaela Wait. and some some i can't remember their names but i can't they, i can't either but they're they're so dope like i cannot so wait till they like start entering you know when the world's um open uh, you know free, yeah open again um, sure. I can't wait to see what they're going to be doing in like the, the following years to come. That's super exciting. Me too. They're mm -hmm. so dope. And I love super dope. their attitude and like their face, like their yeah. happiness <laughs> while they're doing it. Like it's the best. You know what I mean? It just shows. I feel like their face represents what true DJs feel when they're doing a dope mix or a dope scratch or just came up with something or are in an environment they've always wanted to be at. Like they're like like conveying it through their entire face yeah. like how i felt when i was like doing the gig that i've wanted to do for 10 years or something you know it's so it's so cool Definitely. so yeah i love i love to see that um 
Dope. And then um, speaking of like the radio stuff, um, you're you're on the radio now. So like your your goals have come true, you know, from your early <laughs> goals as a DJ hearing Chris and fashion and the different people. And now you're currently on Sirius XM's Pitbull Globalization, as well as um, where you live, Phoenix's Power 98.3 mix team. So what do you do on each of those stations? Uh, I just DJ on there. Oh, okay. <laughs> but like, when are um, you on? Like, when's your show? Or uh... <laughs> yeah, uh, I do uh, Mondays on Pitbull's Globalization, uh, which oh, is dope. on Sirius XM. I do a uh, Monday okay. nights at uh, nice. nine PM Eastern, and then uh, on Power, uh, I do Saturdays now. Yep. Oh, okay. Every Saturday mm-hmm. night you do. Yeah. Yep. I just did, started that this year. Yeah. Nice. Just this year, like 2021? Oh, I mean, like, I used to do a different slot, but now I'm on, oh, okay. I'm on Saturday nights now. Yep. Nice. And you get to do, like, <laughs> the sets that you want to do, like the club set type of things? Um, Medium. I could definitely say, like, um, I'm not sure for how other stations are, mm-hmm. but I guess, like, in Arizona, it's a little bit tighter now than it was when I first started DJing on the radio, and I'm sure a lot of other people DJing way before but um, a little bit of the programming and everything's a little bit tighter now. But and my globalization one, I do, um, I do get to explore a little bit. Also, you know, because it's um, limited to certain genres in a playlist, it's it's a little bit different. But right. I, yeah, I mean, I definitely can say this. I still enjoy doing mixes for um, radio and being able to still play. I'll still be able to put myself into, you know, my mixes sometimes, most times. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. That's, I think that's a hard thing with us DJing in, in nightclubs sometimes, like us kind of like meaning like scratch DJs or people that like necess- don't necessarily always listen to all the mainstream stuff. Um, how do you, that's what I was sort of wondering, like, like, how do you feel about staying authentic or how do you make sure you stay authentic, like within your club sets or your radio sets? Like, is it implementing scratching in there or do you have other techniques to make sure you still feel good about your DJing, even if you're playing stuff that you may not pick yourself? Yeah, um, actually, that's a really big thing that I don't know. I guess I can I can only speak for myself, but um it is something that is a little bit, I don't know if I would say a challenge, but it definitely like, you know, kills your vibe when you can't, like if some if you're playing and someone's like, okay, we want this type of music now. So you have to like shift it all the way there. But I mean, usually if it's something that you don't like playing, I guess, right. um, or I don't like playing, I guess. Um, but I guess to stay, I guess to kind of put myself like a little bit of myself. Yeah, I would say like, Turntablism is, you know, um, I try to at least incorporate that to most of my sets, if not all of it, even just a little bit, um, which, you know, I just use it as flavor anyways for my mixes and my um, club sets. I don't really go, yeah. like, I don't do, like, whole routine, like, at the club. I'm not doing, like, my Goldie's set or something in the club. Right. Anyways. Um, <laughs> you could just Sorry, use just the like, dissing. I'm just imagining like someone just, anyway. Use the dissing but, part. You know, you're like, you in the front <laughs> row. I don't know. Here we go. You suck. Your hair is weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I definitely like don't go to that extent. But yeah, um, right. I mean, just with every DJ, I guess, even if we are 
told like oh here we have a theme you know even even i guess watching people on streams you know when they have like a throwback set like you could still hear who they are based yeah. on you know how they play i, I don't really not explain that. i guess just song selection yeah. and you could tell their taste of what part of the theme that they're gonna aim for you know or it just depends i guess but um yeah so uh to answer your question i i don't really didn't really answer your question and uh, <laughs> <laughs> no no i think you did i mean you you know you're just saying that um you add scratching into your sets and that you make sure you you whatever the theme is you pick the music that is authentic to you and like you said if someone's going to do a throwback um set you're going to get to know their personality by whatever throwback means to them. Like, you know, just to bring up Jay Espinoza again, like he was on Twitch last night doing a 1997 Bay Area set. You know what I mean? Like, cool. <laughs> what does that even mean? And how many people could even do that? You know, probably. Oh, yeah, not. for sure. <laughs> so not I many think, people. Right. And then you see people in the comments, like even two nights before that, he was doing some someone challenged him to this is all jay espinoza talk sorry but i watched him on twitch a bunch this week oh, but yeah. he, he someone challenged him they said oh you're not a real dj if you don't have uh real records so he's like i'm i'm on top of my oh. records he started pulling them out <laughs> and he was doing this whole hyphy set of vinyl Damn, which was dope crazy. but the people in the comments were like um, yo, I didn't even know Hyphy was that big. And, you know, everyone has their own experience of where they're from, what throwback means to them, what club means, what, you know, all that. And their age and and their just taste in, in whatever it is. That's been the cool part about Twitch, honestly, is seeing the DJs settle into it and become themselves and play whatever they want. And I'm like on DJ Vice's channel and he's playing you know beck i'm a loser into like gorillas and like doing this crazy sets that you don't hear them play at marquee vegas and like stuff like that you know yeah so for sure I, I i love i love that stuff that's why it would be cool to see you get on twitch and do some some javen only type sets <laughs> whatever you want what what were the sets that you've done on twitch so far um i did i did a festival set it's kind of funny calling it a festival, but it's since we're at home. But uh, I know. Well, they yeah, are. They're like these one. digital festivals oh, now. Yeah. 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 Which is really cool. Um, I like that we do have a, like, you know, we live in the age where we do have that platform so that people can still do um, what they want. Uh, yeah, totally. And then I did a Serato feature and I did, um, did some sets with Cobra, which is uh, a spot here in town. Uh, they did right. Twitch for a while, too, before they started opening again. Um, right, right. Now they changed it. Like someone just hit me on Twitch a couple of days ago and they're like, this is Cobra new account or something. I didn't know what they meant. But oh, really? Oh, cool. I don't know. It was like, um, some. it said like Oso something. I think it was Mean Mug writing it. I couldn't tell. It was very oh, yeah, confusing. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, um, but sh shout to yeah, them. They were big in the Twitch uh, in the beginning and they had Chris V on there all the time and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. So they would do their resident spots over there on twitch so that was cool that they got to like apply that on there um yeah. but yeah i would just do that I would, it's varied honestly like i definitely had i would say like it was like you said like i didn't get really a chance to settle into the streaming energy it would have been nice to be able to like settle and kind of already have like you know how i stream before i did right. like sets um yeah. but really either way it, most of them if not all of them were you know a good experience and a fun time to do 
so that was cool it would i can't i don't really know what i would do i don't know i guess we'll see but that'd be fun i like i like knowing that you know after a while i will get settled into it so maybe yeah. i'll start doing it some more knowing that yeah, it, it gets it a lot easier I, and, I feel like it just takes doing it you know and like and going through that time of uncomfortableness or everything breaking <laughs> one night or all the bad shit that happens and then you break through like wait now i'm comfortable and i'm just having fun and i can do whatever i want and you know like i want to do this kind of set and this kind of set and um what would be your do you have a specific type of show or set that you would do on <laughs> twitch if you could or you um, don't know yet i don't know yet yeah, I have no okay. idea. Whenever I would play, um, I think only at Cobra because the sets were like, we would, you know, me and usually I would play with Manny, um, DJ main one, a DJ here. Uh, he DJs at Cobra too. Um, yeah. We would play and we would go back to back, but that, that was like four or five hour sets like total. So I got to kind of like, you know, get comfortable. Um, yeah. But so, and usually when we do that, we would just jump around and like bounce off of each other. So I guess I don't really know what, what I would do yet until like it got to that point so yeah i don't know we'll see sounds fun though right. it looks well, it looks fun i love watching everyone's streams um i have a really good time i wish i caught that jay Spinoza stream that you were talking about where someone challenged him that that oh sounds God. like a really good stream it was i think it was tuesday night because i was supposed to stream tuesday i usually do every tuesday night and um i was doing stuff for this podcast and I was editing the last episode, the green lantern one. And it took all this stuff was happening with, you know, technical things and it took forever. And by the time I was done, um, I was trying to export it and do stuff. And Jay Espinosa was on and I got caught up watching his thing while I set up and I didn't even end up streaming. <laughs> I was like, I did so, and I was like, I'm going to do the next day. And then this whole week has been one of those, like where just, time is not on my side and nothing worked but hopefully i'm gonna stream tonight i'm gonna try to force myself just to do like Yay. a fun i just like found so much dope new music like last night and this morning i was going through all the new releases and so i wanted That's i like cool. doing that just going on and just playing music that literally came out this morning or last night you know they just go and people in the chat are like what is this i'm like i don't even know i literally just found it and I, I'm, I'm listening to it with you you know um, yeah, that's so awesome. <laughs> I'm gonna try try to do that tonight if I can. But um, but yeah, his set Jay Jay's sets are funny. Like he'll, <clears throat> especially for somebody that says DJs shouldn't have to talk because he ends up talking like a, <laughs> a lot. But he also ends up just killing it. It's re really dope. Um, yeah, super dope. But yeah, all the time. I can't wait. Uh, hopefully, you get on. If you ever need help, you know I'm down to help you. Or I'm sure okay, a lot cool. of people are. Yeah, that's the cool thing about Twitch too. And the streaming world as a whole is that everybody's talking to each other and everybody's cool. And even like Scratch Bastard just started using a green screen and I hit him. I'm like, yo, it looks so good. Like, I can't get my shit to do this. And he's like, oh, try this light, you know, and everybody's talking. And this guy, Josh Carl, was helping me and this guy, EJ, and everyone just kind of like... Ooh comes together yeah. and like you don't know how to do emotes oh i know how to do codecs on the camera and because like you i don't know what the hell's going on you know i'm, I'm learning <laughs> as i go even i tried to set up <clears throat> like my son got a hamster and i mentioned it on the stream one night and someone's like you need a ham cam and i'm like okay that's <laughs> actually a genius idea that's so awesome, yeah i took the hamster cage and i put it in my 
streaming room and I took my GoPro and I put it <laughs> originally I put it in the hamster cage and then I realized that the hamster was trying to eat the GoPro so I figured out a way to keep it out but I actually now I've lost track of why I'm even telling this story but basically I think that <laughs> the stream can uh, go in any direction yeah I had a reason for telling that story but yes you can um sky's the limit with the stream and I now have a an emote that says ham, ham cam, cam. And if people want to see the hamster, they just got to put the ham cam emote in there. So (laughs) that's what that's what's happening on my stream. Okay, Um, hamster cameras. But but yeah, you know, you just fall into whatever, whatever the hell you want to you know, you want to do. I was like also I have crates and crates of like drum and bass and jungle that I bought 20 years ago that I used to play. And people are like, DJ it. So I started doing like vinyl drum and bass sets that's and cool. you know just whatever the hell you want in the middle of the thing in the middle of your yeah, stream that sounds fun um so I, I like as far as your dj career i know you wanted to get into radio like how did you do that like i know you heard um them djing and all that stuff but what was your the path or the journey to actually get into radio and your first experiences with being on there yeah, my first experiences, I signed up for this local battle, and then um, the music director of uh, Power was there, so we met, and he gave me a job, and I was like, cool, yeah. Amazing. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> after that, yeah, after that, I just started doing it, and um, that's how I met uh, Chris and M2 and a bunch of the cool guys out here. That we're already yeah, on you met, and you helped me you out. got him with the cool guys. <laughs> the cool um, guys. I'm like, I'm in now, guys. <laughs> that's the name of their DJ crew. They stand back to back and like, we're the cool guys. Um, <laughs> the, <laughs> that's dope. So And so he gave you a job in, in sense of what? Being like, okay, you can be one of our mixers. You're on the mix team and you're going to play once a week on the radio here in Phoenix. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And then, uh, yep. And you get to pretty much just play music and it's just been doing that since um yeah radio school is definitely like uh it was a big part of my journey you know right i feel like a lot of the djs that i looked up to um in the beginning um have or do radio so i thought that was really cool um but yeah i don't know we'll see how it goes yeah is that do you want to like is that something you want to continue in um or maybe do you have other plans for the future, like of ways you want your DJ career to go? Um, you mean like in radio or just um, in general? Yeah. Do you want to like, you know, I know how people in radio kind of grow and go into maybe doing the morning shows or being the program directors and like stuff like that. Is that oh, kind of like a path you see or um, mm. maybe use it as a stepping stone to do other things or get, I don't know if you do music production or, you know, kind of where you want things to go. You know, I, um, with radio, well, I guess I'll, yeah, with radio, um, it's, I kind of want to do like other things, like, I guess how people have shows, which I guess I'm doing now, um, like on Sirius where I have like my own mix show, but pretty much more like that. Uh, as far as like being so deep into radio, I don't think so. Um, and then with the music production question, that sounds great. Uh, I have actually tried to maintain like a consistent growth with music production, but it's yeah. it's been a little hard. It's been hard. Like 
I would like some tips from you, actually, if you could give some on how yeah. to like, you know, constantly grow and, you know, keep people say like, oh, you got to keep doing it. And I would like I do. I did do it. But um, and I've tried taking like classes from like private classes from people. Yeah. But it's kind of hard for me to like maybe it's just like the the vibe that um, because they're they're like trap producers. Maybe that's maybe maybe that's why. And I'm not. Right. I don't know why, but if anybody out there is like, which I'm sure a lot of you guys are really good at pr- pr- producing music. Um, yeah, let me know if you have any tips and stuff. Um, yeah. Otherwise, I guess I'll just keep practicing and we'll see where it goes. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? Well, I mean, I think that you, the, the, like how good you are at scratching, obviously you've practiced for a long time. Um, so I think it's the same kind of thing. It's just something you need to practice and get to know. In the same way with DJing, you get to know your records, you get to know your equipment, and then you you get the muscle memory of executing the things you want to do. And I think it's the same for music production. You get to know your equipment that you're going to use. Your sounds are sort of like your records. Um, and then you get better at executing the idea. It's just the same way you have a DJ mix. Like, oh, I could do this and this and this. And the Goldie Awards, like, I could do this in this project and this is how to have it happen. And also I think, but the cool thing in music production is that, uh, is the collaboration factor. Like not being, I think don't be afraid to reach out to other people. So like I know DJs that, or producers that are like, to, in my eyes, so much better than me. Like, I'm like, you're amazing. You can do everything. But they'll still hit me sometimes and go, yo, can you do drums on here? Can you help me with the drums on here? Because I like the way you do drums. And I'm like, you want me to do that? Like, I feel like I'm not as good as you, but I guess they like the way I do drums. So then I'll hit them. Like, can you help me make this guitar thing sound like an old sample? Or, you know, I think just cool. not being afraid to reach out to people for help or to collaborate. Um, and then also... Um, not to constantly go back to Twitch, but some of the best producers are now on Twitch. Some of them every oh, day yeah, for sure. and they're teaching, they're giving away like gold, you know, like, like diamond, uh, knowledge on there. It's insane. So I watch, um, disclosure, decap, Kenny beats, uh, so many people on there that like, it's crazy. I'll just write notes like, okay, what's the plugins they're using? What's this? What's that? And then they create these Discord communities um, that are connected to their Twitch and their and their everything, where all the people in there will help you out and like be sharing drum packs or advice on things or um, you know how to EQ things or how to use a compressor. Like I, I'm just learning. I've been using compressors for over 20 years, but I'm just learning what all the knobs mean now, you know? So I think you yeah. just, it's just that. And then also just the process of, of doing it over and over and, and messing up and making bad stuff in order to get that out, to make the good stuff and running into the problems. So then you have to ask the questions to learn like why I, you know, I, this, it still sounds so muddy and bassy. Like, how do I get rid of that? And then somebody could show you like about EQing and limiters and all that stuff. So, you know, that's some of the ways that I learn and, and YouTube, of course, I just, when I have a problem, (laughs) that's the way I've done all this streaming shit too. Just, okay. How to run GoPro into OBS, you know, and film hamster. Like I just look that up and (laughs) (laughs) And somebody's made a video on how to film a hamster with a GoPro already. (laughs) 
but yeah, that, that kind of stuff. I think you'd be really good at production because I think your ear for how you approach the battles and how you approach your DJ sets is really dope. So if you got good at the production, I think that you would, you'd be killing it. Thank you. Um, yeah. yeah. Thanks. Yeah. I, I mean, it. I'd love to hear and yeah, and totally reach out to me outside of the podcast. Um, definitely down to <laughs> yeah. help whatever, or put you in the right direction. But those, I mean, those sites are dope. And even those, like I'll subscribe to the disclosure channel or the Kenny beats channel. And, um, they have these sections where if you subscribe, you get access to like templates that they make that then you can load Ooh. in and it's like yeah the template huh. of disclosure which i'm sure that doesn't make you disclosure but it still helps you but that's to like yeah, that's a see inside like oh why do they have these tracks and these tracks and these compressors pre-done and and the gains yeah, totally. are down and you know i was like looking at that like wow this is blowing my mind um so yeah that's that's that um what about like gigs so that's like radio but um, are there any gigs that you've had that you feel like, okay, um, this is like a level up for me or I've, I've made it or like just gigs that stand out in your mind as like an amazing time. Like you've reached the next level in a way, um, hmm. or that you're proud of, I guess. Yeah, I guess, I guess the two battles I am proud of those. Um, even if I didn't yeah. uh, place or anything, those are cool. Um, also like my first time being able to like gig out of town, that was cool. Cause you're like, Oh cool. Which I, don't yeah. know how, I don't know how it felt for everybody else, but that was oh, cool to me. Sure. I was like, Oh cool. You know, my first one. Um, <laughs> yeah, totally. and then, uh, <laughs> and then, um, Oh, when you DJ for like a big company, like a huge company, that's always been like, you know, one thing where you're like, wow, you know, that's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, like yeah, yeah, like last year I did like a gig with um, my friend Joey for Microsoft, and uh, he nice. approached me by saying that the event or like asked for me specifically, and I was like, oh my gosh, what? So I was like, that's cool, you know? <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, huge. oh, of all the people, so right. I'm like, that's cool. Um, things like that, I guess, make me, you know, feel happy that you know my heart. I guess I'm working hard enough, or yeah, maybe not working hard enough, but like you know working towards good things i guess um right and uh i just like you know meeting more friends more dj friends and just more friends in general like through all those experiences which has always been like fun for me too so yeah yeah i guess those things <laughs> yeah dope that's that's really <laughs> dope <laughs> and what about like um during the lockdown like when you didn't have gigs um was there anything like did you gain any sort of new perspective on <laughs> DJing or even on yourself in a way? I know like I've learned a lot just in this time because I had been so on the go for like 10, 15 years nonstop that like I was like, wow, I didn't even know these thoughts were in my head sometimes, you know, like <laughs> is there anything you learned about yourself or just different perspective you have on the DJ game like going forward now? Yeah. Um, I would say like, hmm, I mean, definitely like yeah, just perspective of life, just everything in general right. change, you know? I mean, that sounds yeah, so, totally. everybody, everybody had, I mean, not everybody, but most people at least have had like some kind of like 
soul searching or like realizations in life because the world like stopped pretty much. Right. Um, and I loved, I kind of loved it and I kind of hated it. You know, I, I hated it for obviously all the right, all the reasons that it brought to everyone's life. But um, I definitely liked the fact that it did put everyone in pause and put everyone into a perspective uh, for myself. It was definitely like how I was so much on the go to, you know, not not to your caliber, or other people's like, you know, the intensity of it. Um, but it was definitely nice to be able to rest for a little bit. I was like, oh, wow, you know, we can actually rest. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then it got a little bit too much resting. And I was like, all right, I'm ready to play again, guys. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and, uh... um, but other than that, there's also like my perspective of like how the industry worked how you were talking about earlier how like you had a friend and he would be like oh you have to stay after sets and go and make friends and touch everyone's hand etc etc and i'm just like i always thought that was weird and but i always knew that it was like important and everyone around me always told me it was important but now i'm kind of like i'm over it (laughs) so (laughs) i know not in like not in like a bad way just like Cutting out the excess of things that we didn't really need to do in the first place. And right. uh, which in DJing is a lot. I think that oh my God. a lot of it people in, it in increases DJing by the month. I feel like it, the yeah, more is expected it is. of us, right? Yeah. So I guess it's kind of like that. Um, also, like looking just within myself and thinking about what I want to do, you know, or what I want to work towards in the next, you know, few years when things do start opening up and who I want to present myself to be. Um, yeah. you know, as a DJ and artist. Um, but mostly it, that really, yeah. Um, is that, I've, is that you know, something? I, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, this, that, that was just it. Like, I'm just kind of like a lot of perspective into, you know, what's, what might happen in the future and, um, right. you know, looking towards that. So as far yeah. as like, you know, music and DJing. And do you have like somewhat of a idea of, how you want to present yourself or the the path you want to do going forward? Is that something you're just like in um, process thinking about? Both. Both. I have, I have some ideas already, but I'm also like in the process and it's in the very beginning. So I don't really want to share it until it All becomes good. like a, a thing. But yeah, um, yeah it's no, definitely no, something that's more of, yeah, more of like myself and not really like, I do feel like in DJing and the world of DJing, we are so like pressured to do so many things. And I'm like, that's cool. But at the same time, you know, there's so many ways that people can be um, successful by being kind of who they are more, I guess. I don't know if that makes any sense. No, honest- I guess just more, more being more authentic to myself and who with what I enjoy doing. I think that's like a really good point, actually. And that DJs are pressured to um sort of fall into one path or one thing and and, oh why don't you why don't you do music production or why don't you do this but there's so many paths as a dj that you could take to get where you want to be there's a lot of different roads and there's probably roads that have not even been paved yet that people are too afraid to even try out so um and we've learned that even through twitch there's so many djs now that a lot of people know that we didn't know that's from the streaming but even on the other hand, before the pandemic, there you could throw your own party and become a big DJ. You don't have to do production. Mm-hmm. You could be on the radio. You could do production. You, there's different paths, and I do feel that there was that pressure 
that's unneeded of like every DJ needs to do every single thing. And if not, you know, you're missing out or it's, it's, it's a hard, we're always comparing ourselves to each other um, and trying to do everything, but sometimes it's better to do one or two things very well. Like you're saying, like, um, yeah, I, I think so too. Um, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, no, just, that's it. Just reiterating what you're saying, you know, cause I, I think it's an important point. And I think even on this show, we push people like probably sounds like a lot of times, like you need a stream or you need to do this, or you should be doing music production. Otherwise you suck. Like <laughs> it's not that it's more like, I feel like we're trying to provide outlets and ideas and different, um, paths that are available, you know, and, and it shouldn't feel yeah. like an, obligation like you should be the the obligation or the goal should be that you're happy and you feel like you're genuinely doing what you want to do um and then if you can make good money doing it and you're making it your career and you're also still happy and and do and being true to yourself then i think that's that's like kind of part of the ultimate end goal yeah definitely like um i mean i know i know some friends who were like would talk to me about how they don't want to do like a nightclub scene or they don't want to do like a festival scene or certain scenes. And before I would be like, how come? But they just told me it didn't make them happy. And I just really didn't understand it at the time, I guess. But yeah, now that it's like the world kind of stopped and you get to like be more, not really like choosy, I guess, because everything's closed at the time, but right. (laughs) But being able to like stop and, you know actually take a look at what you want to do i i kind of understand it more i guess i don't know yeah which i know that sounds like weird i mean sounds like maybe weird or obvious depending on who's listening but um i guess it just varies from person to person and uh there's just more paths you know like you said like there is so many paths to take and then um that's funny that you were also mentioning that because I, I don't know if you go on DJ Twitter a lot, but a lot of yeah. DJ Twitter is like back and forth bouncing on like, you should be doing this and like, oh, these sucker, sucker DJs. A hundred percent. It's funny. Yes. It's funny no, now because I'm like. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I mean, I love I love reading it and, and being involved in the conversations. And it's funny, too, because <laughs> like you said, now with everything being so up and down, like I see DJs in Florida having conversations that have no bearing on what we're going through here. So like Miami and Tampa DJs writing about gigs and Super Bowls and this and that. And I'm like, I'm just trying to figure out where <laughs> yeah. I'm going to order order dinner from and if I can stream tonight. But it's it's um, DJ Twitter is hilarious because I mean, Twitter itself is like that. You know, it's just yeah, totally. like somebody standing on a box and screaming out what they think everybody should do at all times where... <laughs> everyone's different you have no idea who you're talking to and what they're going through you know but yeah, yeah. djs all want to hate on each other and and think that they know better and and all that it's it's definitely entertaining to read yeah, and watch is. and there's no one path and that's the thing people ask me all the time oh what advice do you have for this or that i'm like what I went through is probably something that no one else will go through because it was a different, I'm a different person. It was a different time. It's everything's different. So I can give mm-hmm. my advice, but it's never going to match up to your life uh, completely, you know? So there's no, yeah, totally. there's no clear path. 
but yeah dj twitter is fun i should just take those topics <laughs> and then bring them bring them here there's certain djs that kill dj twitter like dj kaz and uh some of these guys are oh he's ab- funny under absolutely hilarious <laughs> yeah <laughs> um have you ever had like a time where you felt like you wanted to quit like you were disheartened on the whole thing but then some kind of like breakthrough happened and you're like i'm back like i'm I'm gonna actually do this or have you always just kind of been pushing forward and doing it yeah i mean that's i think that happens to everybody at some point um I yeah. happen, it happens to me like every few years <laughs> yeah <laughs> but that's everybody i think every time you hit a wall you're like uh, i don't want to i don't know if i want to do this anymore or like or maybe i won't reach i won't reach my goal or something but yeah Keep on trucking through or exactly. whatever, the saying, whatever the saying is. That, that is the saying now. Keep on trucking through. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you, just, you just created it. Um, <laughs> that's your merch on Twitch when you pop out. Yeah, hey, guys, keep on trucking through. <laughs> DJ Javen yeah. on the back. <laughs> Qu- quote um, me on that. <laughs> yes, that's the DJ. That's the name of this podcast title. Keep on trucking through. <laughs> Okay. Every few years, you're going to feel like you want to (laughs) quit. It's true, though. I mean, this year, this fucking year alone has been so much of that up and down. Like, what is, who am I? What is going on? You know, like for everybody, you know, it's just been, it's been a, it's been a lot. Yeah, it Um, definitely has. Right. It's just been a, it's been, I think it's good to have gotten some sort of learning experience out of it, you know, somewhat. Yeah. I yeah definitely I think everybody learns something whether it be like you know what yeah what you want to do or like maybe you know the financial part of it or maybe like you know what you don't want to do anymore you know things like that yeah whatever right yeah but whatever everybody yeah everybody's done it but but yeah I mean yeah but the quitting I would that's just I mean maybe one day but not 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 right now i guess <laughs> yeah no i'm not trying to get you to quit i'm just wondering like, like i know guys. i've had i had times where like i wanted to quit and then like something happened and i was like okay that was a sign like i'm supposed to be doing this and not necessarily quit yeah. but just not i was not as um uh what's you know like sh- confident in the fact that I would be a career DJ, you know, at, I, I remember moments like that, you know, even when like, cause same thing, I would enter battles and, and, um, contests. I was more like entering contests than battles. Like I remember I would enter Scion would do these mixtape contests and I would enter them and then, oh, uh, okay, BPM magazine. Cool. Yeah. So it was like, I would do those, but, um, I remember literally I, the, probably the contest that I won that put me on the map and even though i'd been djing 10 years but it sort of like put me on gave me this huge gig in miami and put me on this tour with mark ronson and all this stuff i remember like i had sent it in and then i was going through such a hard time that i was like ready to be done and just try to go get a full-time job and then i got the call like you won this contest you're going to miami and you're going on a u.s tour with mark ronson and i was like okay there we go like something is telling me like (laughs) I'm, I, I was going in the right r- direction. I was like so confident in my stuff for 10 years, but it was like you, when you can't get a break after a while, it's like, damn, it just beats yeah. you down, you know? Yeah, that's ex- definitely ex- yeah explained it perfectly. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, just those kind of things. Yeah, and I'm sure that's like 
very uh, encouraging, you know, for a lot of people, especially now where things are crazy. Yeah. So that's awesome. Well, now, yeah, exactly. Like we've all gone through these times and, oh, should I do this or that? And, you know, it's, I mean, and depending where you live, like you said, at least you can go work tonight. Like the, a lot of other DJs are just getting whatever bits they're going to get on uh, Twitch tonight. And yeah. that's their income. And some are killing yeah, it. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. totally. Um, oh yeah. God. Like I think, yeah, it's definitely like a whole world on its own. And it would, yeah, definitely. Very, very cool. Twitch streams are, they definitely, I don't know how, I'm sure they profited like a lot from this, from the, all the DJs jumping on Twitch now. I wonder how the I, gamers feel. <laughs> I, you know, I would love both of those. I'd love to hear from the gamers and the bigger streamers. And it also seems like the gamers are big on Twitch and also just this just chatting category of just people like huh. literally talking. Like they'll just watch YouTube videos and be like, hey guys, what do you think? And they'll be like 60,000 people hanging out watching them. I'm like, what, what the hell is going on? Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Yo, it's Twitch is wow. nuts. It's like, Do they that's have the like... Thing. Well, yeah, oh, like, ahead. well, DJs are fighting over, like, oh, this guy has 250 people. This girl has 1,000 people. And then there's some dude riding his bike, and there's, like, 4,000 people watching him. You know, and I'm like, <laughs> what the hell? Like, he just rides through Tokyo. So That's great. I, I would, mean. Yeah, I would love that. You got to send me that link. I'm one of those people, so. <laughs> Yo, I actually so love watch, it. Because watch the guy streaming. I mean, uh, I, riding well, his bike. Yeah, because especially I can't travel. We can't travel. So, like, sometimes I'll go on this dude's channel. He's playing, like, cool, like, lo-fi hip-hop beats. Um, he yeah. says what they are on the bottom. And he just was like, yo, I'm in this part of Japan. He's riding his bike around. And you get to literally How hear fun. every little sound of people talking and the birds and the the buildings or the ocean or wherever he's riding along. And then you see everything and, like... I mean, I think I'm just starved for travel, but I'm like, I love this. I'm just like, <laughs> you know, but it is still mind blowing to me that he'll have three, four or 5,000 people subscribing at $5 a month and sending him bits. And then, and he'll be like eating dinner with his girlfriend and That's like, cool. they're just watching it. <laughs> it's like very what a weird world we live in now, huh? Yo, very weird. Yeah, I mean, I even saw Angie V. Like, she is killing it on, oh, twi she on is Twitch. Killing it. She'll have killing like it. thousands of viewers. Oh my god! Mad props to her. Like, I yeah, respect her sure. hustle and and she's great in so many ways. But I mm -hmm. saw her. I think it was last night or or two nights ago, and she just streamed. I don't even know what they were doing. It was called like the mood board stream. I think they were getting inspiration for their future streams. And she was meeting with like her mods and the people that help her. And they just streamed that just like they're meeting, you know, and there was hundreds of people watching that. And I'm like, damn, so you could just do, do whatever on yeah, there and just kind of throw darts, see what, what people want to watch or don't want to watch. Yeah. I think that's really cool. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. You can, it's pretty, Twitch is so open game and, um i watched this uh jmkm stream recently yeah she would like teach or i guess share her experiences and her knowledge um yeah with like her pr work and everything i thought that was cool too um so i also cool. watch people just eating i like watching <laughs> like watching people's eating uh <laughs> videos <laughs> where they're just like at dinner and they're just talking to like their friend <laughs> right eating. those are cool <laughs> that is so crazy. But I know. But, I mean, it's such a weird time. But yeah, JMKM, yeah. she was on this podcast. Um, she's great. I love her like 
uh, streams, but also her outlook on everything. And um, she's so smart and such a hustler mm-hmm. in a good way and uh, great taste in music, you know, all that. And seeing her yep. do that. And that's what I tried to get out of her on this podcast was um, a lot of her story, but also uh, insight and and ways that DJs could learn from her, how she talks to brands and is able to do that. So for her to do that stream, it was so cool because I feel like it's a way to for her to spread knowledge. People learn from her, also her to gain more fans. And then who knows if people just got on for that stream and then go watch her DJ later or something. But um yeah, I love that. It's 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 the time to experiment. Been trying to get myself. That's my goal. Is like I got my one stream where I do my DJing and my funny showing videos and everything. But um, I want to do these couple more experimental streams where like I have different ideas and I'm all written down. But I just need to get the time and uh, confidence to just do them and just you know see what people <laughs> think of it and not be so worried yeah. about what everyone's gonna think. It's hard. Yeah, that'd be cool to do. Um, how did they do like the walking ones though, or traveling ones? Like, did they just do it from their phone? Like, no, the, the bike because one? I watched Neil Jackson um, try to do it from his phone, and it like works, but it like cuts out. It's like when you're trying to Facetime with somebody oh, okay. and they're far away, and it's like it, uh, uh, you know, like it's all yeah. not working too good. And then I think that the ones that do it for real, like this dude Joey Chaotic, that's like, and it's funny, he's a he's a dope dancer and he's a DJ too, but his stream is now all IRL, you know, in real life streaming. And I think what he does, DJ Vice was doing it for a while. You get this backpack that has like multiple batteries routers internet satellites and cameras built onto it and it's like built for this shit you know what i mean and it connects to insane uh cell towers and you're able to stream high speed internet at real time from and they put like a on their shoulder is like a the camera and it's like a sony action cam or a gopro and and then they I, and then they do crazy shit. Like I watched this one dude. It's great. He's an Uber Eats delivery guy in um, New York City. But and I'm sure he makes money off delivering Uber Eats, but you can't make that much. But he's making so much money off the subscriptions and bits of the people watching him do the deliveries on his bike. It's so <laughs> crazy. And he I think what they do is it talk it reads the chat to him in his headphones or something. So because okay. you, you're like, you said, like you're not on the read? phone. Yeah. Like, yeah. so it doesn't, that way they don't have to be on their phone the whole time or I don't know. We gotta, we gotta bring DJ vice back on and, um, ask him how the hell he does the IRL one. He was telling me, I went in his vices stream last night and he's like, we need to do a stream where we, he never smokes weed. And he's like, I want to smoke weed with you and do a stream. And, we'll, and I'm like, and he's, and I'm like, okay. And I'm like, we could tell stories and just talk about our favorite snacks or something and like smoke weed. That'd on be the, great. The podcast. That'd be a great stream. You should definitely do that. <laughs> that could be a, that could be a hilarious people that don't yeah. smoke smoking and, and eating snacks together. Um, 
<laughs> but yeah, Vice has been cool with that getting experimental with it, though. He'll do a tequila taste testing at his dinner table or a live stream. or So I think that's the thing with Twitch, too. Just getting over the insecurity of like, oh, what's other people going to think? You know what I mean? Like, because I have that, too. I'm just like, fuck, OK, I got to people want me to DJ, but like I want to do this kind of stream. So I've been writing it all out to just get it out of my head and then see it on paper and go, OK, this will be the best thing, you know, to do. Yeah, that sounds um, great. That's cool. What about um what about your like like just to get a little nerdy with it, like music organization, like do you have any specific methods Ooh. um for your stuff since you do radio and clubs and all the different things? Or are you just kind of like me all over the place? <laughs> yeah, I have I have horrible organs. I actually signed up for Matsu's um organization. I I don't know if yes. it's a class. But he I'm pretty, I, I don't know if I want to call it a class, but he does a Zoom. It's like a Zoom call, and then he shares, like, how he does, he cleans his, he's been doing it for, like, all of last year, I guess. I uh, know. So he just to told me about it. Yeah, he sent me some of the info. He told me he got a lot of the info and inspiration from the podcast from having um, Excel. <laughs> That's awesome. And, and, yeah, and, and then he knew, I mean, so much about it already, and then he has... Um, I think, you know, he has different people that he gives credit to that that um, have some of the techniques. But yeah, he, he I just found out that he's doing that crazy sort of class and, and wrote up a whole method on how to do it. And he was putting me on to it. And then every night I've been like, OK, I'm going to go read through the Matsu stuff and do it. And then I, <laughs> yeah, uh, no offense, Matsu have not done it yet. <laughs> but it's good. A, I'm glad you signed up for it. Yeah, it's definitely um, I'm trying to do it it is organization has never been my favorite if someone told me hey this is a part of dj i would have mentally prepared myself for it maybe right before and be like I know. hey uh, this is this is something that will never stop forever never <laughs> organization. I hate it. oh my god <laughs> and, and just, it goes forever but, you know, yeah it's definitely like i my i think i have like way i mean i know i have way too many songs and songs i never even play either um, but I'm definitely in the deleting part right now, and I don't know. We'll see. Maybe later on I'll show you guys a cool. Maybe I'll find some cool Easter egg or something with organization. But yeah, yeah. please. But right Let now, yeah, it's, I have horrible organization. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> well, I'm with you. No, me too. I'm digital hoarder. I just get all these songs. Even last night, I was like, I'm gonna download all these songs to play on my Twitch stream, and I'm thinking. I don't need all these songs, you know what I mean? But I don't know. I just, and then I'm going to do it. I'm probably not going to tag them correctly. And I need to just get on it. And so Matsu, uh, thank you for pushing me. I'm going to, I'm going to do it, man. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, what, um, let me see. I, I actually asked the internet. I don't know if you've heard of that thing. It's called the internet. Um, uh, for <laughs> you may have heard of it. Um, I asked the internet uh, to, if they had any questions for you. And uh, some people wrote in. So um, if you're open to it, I will ask you um, a yeah. couple of the things they said. Let's see. Um, so JQ, DJ City fam. Uh, he is the homie. He said, yeah. oh, shit. He started off with, oh, shit. So he's very <laughs> excited you're going to be on with a lot of H's after the O. So, oh, shit. Uh, DJ Javen, what was your experience with entering three style and what made you want to do it? I mean, we kind of discussed that. But if there's any other parts that you think we forgot, you could do it or we could move on. Um, 
No, it's it's good. Yeah, we we kind of went over that in the beginning. Um, I uh, I did it honestly. I I feel like I, I feel like I was really pressured to do it, and I think that if if I were lucky enough or fortunate enough to be chosen again to do it in the future, I think yeah. it would be it would go it would be different because I would probably do it for a much bigger reason. I feel like. You know, you de- for something of that that much, you definitely with everything in life, I guess you have to want it like to the max. But anyways, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I guess. But the experience, yeah, it was great, great experience. I learned a lot. Yeah, and you probably were able to connect with DJs and people that you'll mm-hmm. know now forever, like in this world. Yeah, and you know, I, if you've ever been to any Red Bull event, it's so fun, so much fun. So, so yeah. fun. The best. I love it. I can't wait till all of that is able to come back. <laughs> Those are the things I yeah, like to same. go to. And clubs are cool, but but like you said, I've gotten some been able to take a step back and have realizations of like maybe I don't want to go to certain gigs and certain other ones I do want to. You know, like maybe I won't say yes to everything. Um, but the Red Bull three style ones are so much fun. I mean, I love it. I just I get so in so much inspiration out of being there and being around that energy and just watching everybody yeah. set and how much work they put into it. I mean, it just makes me want to go practice right away. I love it. Um, all right, dope. It's Domino. Shout to him. He's always sending us dope <laughs> questions. Um that he's I know he's, that guy. Yeah. He's uh <laughs> is he in Arizona? No, he's, he's he's back in Philly. He he oh, was yeah. living here for a while too. That's what it was. I feel like you guys yeah. are in a video together on on YouTube or something. Mm-hmm. Am I tripping? Some type of probably yeah, probably um yeah we've we hung out and done like a bunch of stuff with like a uh, hot DJ import stuff, nights so. DJ video. Oh or okay, yes, uh yeah we were, when he was here we did a battle together like it was like a local battle at one of those things right and it was cool. I think he was in it. Maybe I'm tripping. If not, sorry. Yeah, Domino. yeah, he he was. But, he won. He beat me. Oh so shit! Shout out to Dom. Shout out Domino. To Dom. <laughs> We're about to erase be, your question, for being dog. Dope. Yeah, he's well dope. It's Domino. Dope is Domino. Um, yep. No, he's dope. He's a dope DJ. I like the yeah. DJ stuff he puts out. The videos, and also I I think uh, unless I'm wrong he's, about this too, oh. I think I'm right. But he's been pivoting into doing graphic design stuff. Um, yeah that's actually uh one of his yeah he's really good at design too um he i'm not sure which one came first but i think they're both like equal for him right i don't know either but i was very impressed by the stuff he's been putting up like Mm -hmm. he just made some shirt for chris via and like i showed my wife i was like look at this i want to make a shirt like this this is dope she's like hit (laughs) hit him up i'm like okay well maybe i will when i'm ready but uh it was so cool like he he has a great eye and like the stuff he's been putting out i was like okay i if i want to make a shirt i definitely want to hit him up because the way he just had like it was really cool looking so props to you domino yeah but um he asks um what has been the most challenging aspect of your dj career and what are your plans going forward could have just DM'd me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> then nobody would know. <laughs> <laughs> um, the most challenging, I would say, uh, pro- honestly, probably myself. Like, and learning, uh, it's kind of hard because I wish, maybe not. I wish, but it would have been great to have more connection with mentors and stuff, which is also on me because I could have asked for more guidance, I guess, earlier in my uh, journey. Um, Mm -hmm. But, you know, also being anxious and having, you know, before I was DJing, I was 
extremely shy and like not very I'm still not that great at talking to people, but definitely it's been like a big uh big change from yeah. there. So I would say that. So mostly mostly myself in the sense of like um being anxious and you know with djing you have to have a lot of confidence because whatever you're doing it pushes out to whoever you're playing to yeah um and i think that that's uh i think that's been probably the biggest challenge and you know just being in my head i think being in my head has always been a big challenge like you know oh my gosh like am i not good enough for this or whatever right you know or like for, for you know sure. for ba- especially when battling jesus if you if you make sets like and then you're just going over the sets and you're like oh actually that doesn't sound as dope as i thought it was or like maybe <laughs> you know or like oh that actually does sound dope anyways yeah. um so yeah i guess that mostly like being anxious and being in your head and like you know as i think as dj's because we're all like we're all pretty much artists in our in our own different ways in everyone's own path um you know we take we get sensitive about our stuff so you know we take so many things seriously and like we try to push to be the best and whatever you you know put that much energy and you know put your foot towards and your head towards (laughs) and whatever body part towards uh uh, gotta put all your body parts towards it (laughs) yeah whatever like you know you're working towards you're it's gonna be you're always gonna go through so many boundaries in your in your mind and pushing towards being the best so i would say that's always been the hardest part for me that and like um working on my people skills i guess <laughs> because right you know djing so like everything is about people people and music anyways yeah and uh yeah no true like obvious <laughs> um but yeah, uh, and then the future, um, yeah, I'll, I'll let you guys know more about that later on, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, we we, we, we do, we do want to know about that. Like what, and when you say like yourself and like anxiety and getting in your own head, obviously that's something I feel like we all deal with to different degrees. I definitely can relate to that a hundred percent. Um, do you have any like techniques that you've learned over time to help yourself get past that or feel better or is it just something you're learning along the way um i wish i mean i would like to know more um but really it's just balance i think for myself um yeah if you take care of like and practicing being prepared you know they say like you don't have to be like the smartest but you ha- you can be the b- most prepared um and that's with everything i guess especially djing um yeah because if especially well for me at least especially djing because the times that i have not been prepared has been some of the worst times of my experiences with when djing um but i guess uh just being able to let things go i think um i'm not sure i I would like more so maybe if you guys have more tips on that maybe you guys could share it with us um what about you do you have any do you have any tips and uh, experiences um, that helped? Well, I, I think that what you said, um, all those things you said are are very true. I think preparation is almost like you're saying is like, like, like a medicine <laughs> that can get rid of the anxiety in a way. Like it's not going to get rid of it, but it can... Um, the more prepared you are, the more confident you can feel and the more you can not it's one more thing you don't have to worry about and that's something i 
struggle with too. Like I'm not always as prepared as I want and, and it'll lead to like you're saying anxiety or freaking out over the top when, if I, if I would have just prepared. So definitely leaving yourself enough time to prepare and do it. And, um, and also just to realize that, um, the feelings that you have are literally just feelings. Like it's not, they're not like feelings aren't facts. Like there's no, it's just a feeling. It's nothing. It's just something that's going to come and go away. So you can let it affect you as much as you want or as little as you want. And sometimes I feel like I used to try to ignore it or be like, no, I realize that's there. I'm going to push it down. When in like, I've realized, okay, you can acknowledge it rather than ignore it and be like, okay, what up? I see you anxiety. You're with me. I'm freaking out right now. You're hanging out (laughs) while I'm doing this thing. Like instead, like, like let it acknowledge it and let it be with you and realize it's part of you and this, and it's not going to go away. And so if you know what I mean, it's like almost like when you ignore something, it gets worse. So if you acknowledge it, you almost are like, fighting it head on and then just let it be there with you and then do that and then just yeah constantly telling myself like yeah feelings aren't facts and like this is just a feeling i have and like my nervousness is probably just excitement because i care about this and like my like oh i have to do this thing i've been trying to change the have to to i get to like that's been helping my brain a little bit because i'm like Oh, I have to do this thing for this. Oh, I have to do this for this. I have to do this. And then later when I go back, I'm like, you, hey man, like talking to myself, like you chose to do this. You know what I mean? You chose to be in this position. So like in a way you get to do these things. These are things you always want to do. You put yourself in a position to do it and now you're getting to do it. And now you're saying, oh, I have to do it. When in reality, like I'm lucky that I get to do it. And 10, 20 years ago, me would be like, whoa, you're getting, you're able to do that. You're getting to do that. That's so cool. And so I try to use that to like move, to acknowledge it and move around the feelings I have and just change them more into like a push and a drive to like, all right, fuck it. What's the worst that could happen? What is literally the worst thing that could happen? You know what I mean? In like this interview or anything, probably nothing. You know what I mean? It's not going to be the worst, even on my Twitch stream. Oh no, I got to be perfect. And then in reality, all these bad things happened and I'm still alive. So here we go. And people still (laughs) like me, some of them, maybe some don't, I don't know, you know, but it's like, whatever at the end of the day and and as for as much tragedy and people that we've lost over the past just Mm -hmm. year alone makes you realize we're only here for a short time you're lucky to be able to do this nothing's forever Mm -hmm. so fuck it what do you have to lose you know what i mean (laughs) just like you know put your foot forward or your head forward whatever body part (laughs) and just do it (laughs) just jump in and just force yourself so you know same i'm like you i don't know if that helps everybody else i don't know if that's just me but those are thoughts that i've dealt with and and tried to bring into my experience in, in that respect you know and we had um starting from scratch on here and he deals with that a lot and he's been having twitch um streams where he just literally talks about that mental health and anxiety and has professionals come on and talk to DJs and artists come on and talk to DJs and approaches it from that and even another guy I saw um DJ Marco from Philly I think his name is and he's like a DJ and a therapist and he's like does one night where he's playing like 
all music he likes. And then another one where he's doing therapy basically on DJs and showing clips that can help your mental health and was talking about how perfection is just um, a mask for the word fear. And like, you know, when people are like, I'm a perfectionist, that's really just them scared to do stuff. And, you know, he said things that have resonated with me. And I think that, um, you know, people are putting the resources out there to do it. And so I'm always trying to learn and read books on it and, and deal with it because before in social media and in Instagram, you want to hide everything and just be like, Yo, I'm a fucking DJ. Of course, everything's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Everything's happy and good all the time. <laughs> Nothing is ever bad, you know. But when you get into other things, we, we're all human. And now with this crazy year, our human sides have come out more than ever. So I feel like it's important yeah. to talk about real shit, you know. Yeah, and I, I personally really like that that people are sharing more of themselves rather than like, you know, this... You know, like yeah. you said, everything's cool. Let's go party. Yeah. I mean, exactly. that's cool, but <laughs> yeah. But it is—it's nice to see people as themselves. Yeah, I agree. Um, all right, let's see. We got a couple other questions, and then um, I know you got to get out of here soon. You got your gig. I'm jealous. Um, <laughs> uh, Anthony Romero. Well, actually, hold on. Before I ask his, we got one, a simple one that uh, Sam Briggs 85 says, will you ever do a set on IG Live? He also wrote, will DJ Jacob ever do a set on IG Live? But I'm assuming that <gasps> DJ Jacob. his phone... Uh, <laughs> His phone auto-corrected you, right? Because <laughs> is there a DJ Jacob? I don't know what he's. I'm what sure he's there about. is. There's, there's right, a, but not that relating to you. I think he meant you. So, will you ever DJ on IG Live, or have you been? And we don't know about it. I have, but IG is very the copyright and also the way that the audio is. I, it's just not really like the best choice yeah. to stream with. Um, I agree. Yeah, so that's really you know the. The only thing, like if I were if I were to constant stream, I'd definitely be hopping on Twitch over IG Live because of you know a lot of reasons. Um, yeah, audio, video, and yeah, and copyright is a huge right. One. But yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I know I saw Twitch just made a deal with like defected records and a bunch of different record labels Ooh. and and different DJ type labels to be partnered and do a, oh and rolling stone is going to be playing v music videos so i just wonder what? like what is going on with the copyright laws you know i'm so interested yeah. like if a huge company like rolling stone can make a deal with twitch and play music videos like is there some kind of deal happening out here are we going to be legally allowed to do this soon or it's That'd so interesting great. I mean, that would be the best. Um, okay, so IG Live, don't look for her on there. Um, <laughs> but but follow her on IG. Um, Anthony Romero asks um, two questions. How do you stay creative? That's the first one. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, oh, I can, I can say both <laughs> I if you want. The other one. No, well, it's okay. Uh, I mean, I can do I'll, they go I'll hand just in say hand that one something? and then I'll tell you the other one. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I kind of, some, I just look for it, honestly, like there's been, especially like the beginning of this pandemic when everything was like pretty much yeah. going down, it was really hard to feel creative with anything. Like, I know like that's like, I was just like, did not want to do anything with, um, not maybe not want, but it just wasn't going. Um, but I've had many times, you know, in my journey, everybody has. 
Um, and for me personally, what I do, I, I just look. Uh, first, I usually start by doing what I want to do, but can't really feel it. And if that doesn't work, then I go online and look for inspiration by people that I really, you know, enjoy and appreciate and um, yeah. look up to. And then if for some reason, usually that actually helps me a lot. Um, and if for some reason that doesn't work, then I look for new new stuff and new content, which is constantly overflowing. Um, and usually that helps. And then if not, I usually like talk to people and, you know, um, I think lately that's actually been one of the bigger ones when I've talked to, haven't talked to someone in a while and I talk to them and then I feel inspired again. Um, yeah. even if we're not, even if we're not even talking about, you know, whatever it is that I'm feeling stuck with, we're just talking. Sometimes people just have that energy and that light that just, you know, sparks it all up again. Um, totally. but that's just for me personally. Um, what about you? Yeah, I mean, uh, to be, you know, all the things you listed, 100%. Um, and then just forcing myself to, maybe if I'm not inspired, but I force myself to just have a scratch session or go through my old records or listen to new music or watch some DJ routines. Or like you said, talking to other people is huge, especially nowadays um being stuck in your house so like talking to other people and just feeding off their energy and hearing what they're doing and what they've been up to can really be a driving factor in being inspired and then just um yeah trying to remember why i do this like so that to me is like when i go have a scratch session alone in my room that taps me back into why i did this like in the first year i would just scratch all by myself all the time so just sort of tapping back into the things that i love or going through records i bought 10 years ago 20 years ago you know and oh man listening to them again hearing them from the ears i have now that i'm older and stuff like that um and then just twitch i mean is next level inspiration at this yeah, point i mean for sure i go on i watch the dopest dj in brazil i watch dj marky play an ill drum and bass set then go over to dj nuts and he's playing the craziest breaks then i see scratch bastard doing like a set of everything ever that's dope and then jazzy jeff and then <laughs> yeah. someone i've never heard of that's amazing and then you know all yeah. in one day you know i go to sleep like oh my god i'm at a dj festival every day of my life and i'm like so inspired and i'm taking notes and i have auto shazam on and i'm listening to all the songs that i'm writing down like how to do this with my overlay on my twitch and so i'm almost overloaded with inspiration at this point uh, just to the point where <laughs> i need clones of me because i'm like well this is a cool idea to do oh this is cool this is cool I'm just trying to like edit down the ideas that i want to try to execute or try to find teams of people to try to help me do it because um yeah, I just feel like that's it. But then there's also times where even on this Tuesday night, by the time I got to my stream, I so I was not inspired. I was so tired from doing the podcast and editing and doing everything. I was like, I'm not going to force. I probably should have forced myself to stream, but I was like, I'm not going to force myself. I'm just going to give myself the night off and like, whatever. I deserve it. I can take time off and I don't feel inspired right now. So what? And then the next day I woke up and I felt inspired. So yeah, you just kind of got to follow, force yourself to do things, but also follow your intuition uh, to a point, you know? Yeah, for um, sure. All right. What's his other question? He says, Anthony Romero says, what is your thought process when you create 
um, a new mix or when you're at a gig or, do, or creating a new routine, etc. So that's a lot, but you mm, can pick whatever lot. you want. <laughs> I know. Just um, any of it if you want. <laughs> well, I've haven't really made a mix that's outside of radio for a long time. Um, right. So I guess the playlist is the, would be how I start with that one. Um, yeah. And then, yeah. but sometimes actually, like even when you're doing a mix, you're like, oh, I don't really like that. But right. anyways, just go to playlist and then explore usually. And if I don't like yeah. it, just start over and do it again. Um, right. And then for my gigs, I mean, it's just the room, you know, the room. And if like, like right now I'll go and see whoever's playing and then I'll go off of what I'm normal, the usual, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then uh, for routines, that one's kind of difficult because sometimes I started by, like, I've had to make routines for people that have asked me to make routines for specific things. Like, oh, we want you to promote this if you can or whatever. So I'll do that and I'll go off of that, which with those, I like listen for something that I could do in the song. And it's not really, doesn't really sound, doesn't really feel too forced, but it definitely takes a little bit more work. And then yeah. with other things, um, with my own stuff, I kind of just, uh, if I get inspired and I hear a song I really like, then I'll do something with it. And then if nothing comes out, then I still kind of feel like most times, not all the time, if I can't really think of something cool to do with the song, then I'll, I'll, I'll still have that, like that motivation and inspiration. So I kind of just apply that to something else. Um, right. And it just ends up working out either way. And then if not, then I get extra practice time. So yeah, I try like I try to tell people not to be too, too pressured into like trying to do too much uh, with routines because I there's been a point, especially like during the during that year where I was doing the two battles, and then I was also gigging and travel gigging at home and then traveling uh, traveling gigging too, which you know which is most DJ schedule. But to me, that was my first time doing so many at the same time. So. It was like I didn't have like that adjusting time to be able to like balance everything at the same time. Um, so when I was learning, to, you know, while doing all those things, which now would be a great problem to have. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the um, I burnt myself out. I got so burnt out that I didn't even do routines for like forever. Like I don't do that many routines anymore because I burnt myself out so much. And I think like there's a level where you can have to if it feels forced i think you just stop because it's like you will right. like you will cut you will give yourself like writer's block even if you don't have it yeah. so i just want to you know throw that out there for anybody that does like routines and like uh tries to kind of push keep pushing yourself i mean don't tell, don't get me wrong but like don't force it too much where you're like choking it out of yourself or whatever <laughs> yeah. another cool another cool uh saying from me <laughs> <laughs> choking it out of yourself <laughs> i like it we're gonna write yeah. all those down <laughs> that's, the, that's the, the javen specials right there um <laughs> that's great i think that's honestly such good advice like r all the stuff you said is like very insightful and good um and and also made me realize a question i wanted to ask or i didn't i never thought of it till now but 
what are you playing at your gig tonight? Like, what do DJs <laughs> play in public? Like, my friend hit me for the Tampa one. He goes, yo, you got any club music? I'm like, club music? I haven't been in a club for 11, maybe 11 months. Okay. Like, I don't fucking know. You know, like, what? What is the? what are the crowds like in real life? Which sounds like a hilarious question. But what are crowds like in real life? What do they want to hear? Is it just like before they want to hear club music? Like, what are you playing? What's JR playing? It's- What's it like? It's weird because it's like half. Um, well, not half. Maybe like 70, 30. Like first, when I first started going out, DJing at, you know, wherever. Because I'll DJ like at a lounge at two and then like a club and then restaurants and whatever else. But yeah. whatever the vibe is, it was all new to me. Even if I've already played there before, you know, pre-pandemic. Yeah. First, I thought it was going to be like, oh my gosh, what are the new songs? You know, I'm looking through the hottest the, the most streamed songs and then i'm also looking through like you know what we've been playing as new music and the hot stuff on the radio whatever you know that people would have access to since nobody's also been in the club right. but at first it was like kind of a mix of both but i still got to play like a lot of new stuff like remember in the pandemic like savage megan like that got was already played out by the time that we were out djing right. clubs already you know yeah, like, true but you could still play it now, but it's already old. Right. But it's still considered new. But then, like, I want to say, I forgot if it was last week or the week before. I DJed this spot, and they would not budge to, like, any new music. And I had to play, like, all the old stuff that I would play. It's kind of cringe, honestly. Like, I, I enjoy playing, like, newer stuff and, like, right. you know, things that I haven't been able to play out, especially because we've been indoors. Um, right. But tonight... Tonight when I play, um, I'll probably play the new stuff. I'll probably play that new Cardi. I will drop yeah. that probably a couple times. Yo, I honestly. saw right before we started. <laughs> yeah, right before. I That's going to be a big song. But I saw, um, I don't know what the whole story is, but right before we started recording, there's something on Twitter going on with that song, though, that like these other dudes made that up the same chorus like up and it stuck up and it stuck and they were like i want my money and it was like the exact same thing they put it yeah so who knows i don't know or maybe maybe they jacked it from her because she and then tried to make something yeah and then try to like show it i don't know they were like look our date we released at this date you came and it's definitely whoever wrote the the song or if she did it it's the same but maybe, huh. but then someone else posted an Instagram video of her saying the chorus, like on an IG live, like way long ago. So maybe they heard oh, that. Okay. Took it. I don't know. Well, it's interesting oh, to see true. what will come out. But I was like, damn, that's very um, close. Uh, they're, they're very similar. So I don't it's crazy. know. I definitely but have yeah. to see that video. I th- um, that's, yes. That'll be big. I feel like that song is funny because... You can almost hear that it's going to be big no matter what right away. It almost yeah. is like a robot made it. Like a robot was like, what do humans <laughs> like? Like they like a tempo this time. Those exact drum sounds made with that pattern. And someone saying this word up, 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 up to the point where they get. It was like, I feel like it's yeah. some artificial intelligence like wrote that song. So it's like, this will be a hit no matter what if you oh put Cardi gosh. B on it. Like. Not that it's bad. I mean, it it was no, stuck in my I, head. Yeah. I I would play it in a club, but but it sounds like it's been, it was like I don't know. It came from the future or like an artificial intelligence <laughs> robot that's analyzed all the music of the past five years. Yeah, I mean, there's. I feel like in the clubs, at least the ones I've been playing out at, it's been like you could play the new stuff and they'll still know it. Like right, 
I don't I mean what is what would be like a new new song like little for me it would be like little baby on me I think right. that's what it's called and I did get requested for that song right away um okay and today I'm gonna today I'm gonna wait till someone requests me for the Cardi song because <laughs> like best friend um the one with Doja and Sweetie when that came out I was like nobody's gonna ask for that song which is you know I feel like a lot of DJs also think about that when they first get the, get a song. But I'm like, yeah. I was going to ask for that song. I didn't get a time. I didn't, I didn't have time to download it before my gig. And then someone asked for it and I didn't have it. So it's the same pretty much. You just play like whatever's hot now. You know, Megan yeah. Thee Stallion body. It's like right. still a hit. Um, yeah, that's what I feel. But yeah, I mean, with like EDM and like, st- I mean, dance music, I guess, and house music and stuff. Um, I don't know. I think I, I get requested the most for Head and Heart right now. Uh, oh really? Then, Interesting. I don't, know, I, I don't know what else. <laughs> Head and oh, heart. Yeah. That's the top uh, that's, EDM request. Interesting. Well, I mean, that's just been for like maybe like the past month or two. So yeah, I know I was surprised too. Um, yeah. I can't remember what else. I think that's it for now. <laughs> nice. But so the the whole uh, I feel like a lot of people on on the streaming world are like. This is gonna change everything going forward. Crowds are gonna come out That's what musically I was open. I'm like, they're I don't not. have that much faith. <laughs> they're still the same people, and you know what? They're the same. They're the same time when we. I've been DJing in a club for a long time, so it's always 21 year olds coming in that year, and I'm always <laughs> a year later. So it's gonna be the same first timer people that just want to hear the club music. Like I don't know. Yeah. I don't have faith that it's necessarily gonna change the entire scope of club djing you know um, i hope it <laughs> I does mean, something positive but yeah i i think for me i've noticed that people are more open to what i'm playing i don't play like how we play That's on cool. twitch though right. um with twitch you know how like everybody is so diverse and i love it but right. i don't think like i think in person people are still gonna managers are still gonna be like hey yeah play this motherfucker bring or the energy you know? up yeah, yeah they're like that's go. the ultimate manager thing we're gonna need a little <laughs> more funny. little we're gonna need a little more energy about now we're gonna bring the energy up come on guys i'm like i'm playing the biggest song in the universe with fat man scoop yelling where the fuck you at where the fuck you at like i don't know how much more energy like show me the energy knob i'm trying to really crank that thing to 11 but that's that was like the bane oh, of my man. existence. Like we're gonna spring the energy up, spring the energy. I'm like, people are like crawling on the ceiling, ripping their shirts apart, having the time of their life. I don't know how much more energy we can bring up. Like, uh, so please educate me on how yeah. to bring that up. Yeah, Not looking forward to that. I'm gonna start doing that in Twitch chats. Hey guys, spring the energy up here. Okay, we're at about a seven point five. We got to be at a nine. That's like Everyone hype trains. Going. Yeah, yeah, hype trains. Oh, for sure. I've seen that and I'm like, oh, wow. The energy's at 10, guys. <laughs> well, it's funny because do you remember that video that people, uh, there was some people used to make fun of it was like some kid in his bedroom like a long time ago and he'd be like we're at a 7.5 guys we got to get to an 8.2 <laughs> yeah. we got to get and it was like everybody's like look at this <laughs> stupid kid i saw nick bike reposted that video and was like sometimes i watch hype trains and think of this and i was like 
Wow, you just changed <laughs> my whole outlook on all totally. of this because That's we so are funny. all that kid now. We were all like, look at this idiot. Hey, we're at an 8.5. We got to get to a 10, guys. Come on, push it up. And everyone's like, this is so stupid. And literally 98% of DJs do that every day of their life now. Like, we're at yeah, a level three hype train, guys. We got. <laughs> Thank you for the 14 bits, which is 14 cents. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, we got to get it up, guys. Oh. So you get a level five. Yeah, a bit is a cent. So it's like hilarious. I'm out here. I'm thanking people for 11 bits, oh. which thank you. I appreciate it. I'm not know Twitch. Do you have to share gift. that with Twitch? Do you share that bits, scent with Twitch though? Uh, I don't think you share the bits with Twitch. Um, you oh, share okay. the subs, which is interesting. I. It's funny because everyone's judged off their like, how many subs do they have? And... Um, you know, oh, they're getting paid this much off Twitch from the subs. When in reality, they're giving fifty percent to Twitch. So if they have 50%? three thousand, yeah. Damn. So on one hand, we wouldn't be doing it without Twitch. On the other yes. hand, Twitch wouldn't be having it without us. So I don't know. I mean, I guess fifty percent, but that that feels That's like true, a lot. I guess. Yeah. You know, I, think so I, too I, for, I you know, I get the yeah. equality, but like, man, they're. Um, but but yeah, I mean, you see DJs, they got 3,000 subs. That's 3,000 times $5 a month, you know what I mean? And then you split it in yeah. half. But if they were to get that with the bits, I think they get all of it, which is, it is kind of interesting. Like supporting DJs oh, okay. on Bandcamp, Patreon, um, and other sites what? probably is more what beneficial. If, what if people just did like, oh, here's my uh, Venmo, pay me on They do. A lot of people instead. do that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, and even for the, that sounds reasonable, right? Yeah, and for like Audio One, who's like dealing with a, a hard time right now, yeah. he had a stroke and mm -hmm. all this stuff, and they're raising money for him. They're like, please don't sub, like just donate directly to his PayPal. Um, mm -hmm. And I've had people in my stream like, hey, I want to support you, but I don't want to give money to Twitch. Um, how do I, what's your Venmo? I'm like, okay, and so they'll just send me money like that. Um, I felt weird about even asking for money in the beginning like that, but I'm like, all right, fuck it. You want to do it? I'll, I'll put it up there. <laughs> Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> but there's something about the subs that are like the thing. Like it's like like you're balling. Maybe out. it helps you're like, like making it rain. Does it help like promo or something? Does it help like push your page higher or something? I'm not I don't really I don't again, know, like, you know, haven't interesting. Been I don't know. Maybe, but I you know, I don't know. But yeah, Twitch gets half of it, so I'm sure they're happy and they're more prone to like put you on the front page or something if you're doing well in that respect. So I guess you're right. I never thought about that. What if you did like a a Twitch ep podcast episode where like some people that are like oh sorry I mean this can be like <laughs> out of the podcast too if you want but I was just saying no, like, it's all good. what if you have one where you know we're like talking no not me but someone who's like been on Twitch since like the beginning of the pandemic will like yeah. talk about all those details so then all the new people that are like streaming can like just listen to the podcast and be like oh, i know yeah, okay yeah like, i mean i, I guess this. the only thing is that i'm already told that i talk too much about twitch so i feel like i've over <laughs> i've over twitched wow. people out um <laughs> like even the bella fiasco episode like i had a million questions i was going to ask her about a million other things we ended up talking for like so long and it was almost all about twitch <laughs> so i was like <laughs> we just uh but it's important you know, it's important right now though you know so it, it makes is. sense it is, yeah. but I've been trying to not talk about it as much because we, we take it so <laughs> far, you know. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's true. Um, all right. Well, before we get out of here, um, do you have any 
anything you want to say to the DJs uh. out there? Like any words of advice or any just words of encouragement um, to everyone out there listening uh. to us? Some Javen yeah. fans. What do you got to say? <laughs> um, thanks to everyone who's listening to this. And uh, thanks to the guys that um, asked the question. And uh, keep on trucking through. So- <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm just joking. <laughs> keep on trucking um, through. <laughs> um, no, it. for real though. Like, just keep on, keep on going. And, uh, you know, I mean... The world will be different after this, but we're also like learning a bunch of new stuff and we also have like new perspectives. And what we were talking about earlier about how everyone wants everything to be different after when we get back, that's also like up to us. Like if we all got together and changed the scene, we can change it. I mean, that's already been proven over history time and time again. And that's how, you know, the world becomes innovative. You know, people, the best people are the ones who push you know the boundaries anyways so if everyone really wants to do that i think we can do that we just have to figure out how and i think personally i think throwing parties would be our own parties and stuff will be the best way to do it but right now it's it's really not changed <laughs> so don't don't think about it, <laughs> do it but i think that if if we really wanted to i think we can all do it if we yeah if we all were like hey let's do it um yeah and then also like uh take care of yourself you know like don't think about like the craziness of like do things that you love right now more and uh don't focus too much on like how am i you know gonna get whatever like my instagram stuff up or like how am i gonna do you know this up or something like just take care of yourself and like do things you love because later when it's go time you're gonna have to be on go time anyways so just enjoy it. Enjoy the journey. And uh, yeah, that's good. That's about it, I guess. <laughs> that was great. Then, no, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> what else? You, you have more? <laughs> uh, no, just say, just saying thanks, Spider, for having me to, today. Oh, so that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're welcome. Cool. Thank you for taking the time and coming on. And like, yes, to all of that uh, wise words coming from Javen. <laughs> like, for real, like all that stuff you said, especially about... It's up to us. I think that's something that nobody wants to bear the responsibility of. Like, we all want the change. We all want to have these conversations. We all want things to be different or whatever that means. But does everyone want to put the work in? Is everybody willing to work hard to do it? Um, And I think that, like you said, throwing your own parties, doing things differently, pushing the boundaries, um, doing things out of your comfort zone collaborating with people you normally wouldn't collaborate with all those things are the ways that we can change the stuff and yes it's cool to see people reacting to it on twitch but like you said it's not different don't come out thinking you're about to come out to this whole different world like we have to be the change that we want in the dj world and the music world and and all of that um and so i think that's great advice like everything you said was so cool i really appreciate it and um yeah, thank you. Thank you for coming on here. Thank, keep on trucking through. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and um, have fun at your gig tonight. And uh, can't wait thank to you. see what you got coming up in the future. And of course, hit me if you got any problems. I'm sure some listeners will reach out to you to help you with your streaming and production <laughs> and any of that stuff. And um, yeah, DJ Javen, thank you for coming on 20 Podcast. I appreciate it. Thank you. Bye. Yeah, talk to you soon. <laughs> 
All right. Thank you to DJ Javen for coming on the show. That was really dope. I really appreciate having her on. And I hope you guys got a lot out of it. As always, hit me if there's anything I can help you with, um, any topics you want to discuss at DJ Spider on Instagram, at DJ S-P-I-D-E-R. You can send me a DM. I'm also on Twitch under the same name um, or hit my website. Um, and uh, the podcast, the 20 podcast is produced by BeatSource. Join us next week for more interviews as we discuss music that matters to DJs. I'm DJ Spider signing off. Peace. And that was The 20 with DJ Spider.